So we continue on the Mem Dalad Amid Aleph. The Mishnah had said that if a shard knocks down a wall and kills a person, Potter. So the Gemara says, Shmuel says, Potter mi Misa, because there was no Kavana but Vichayev Kaifer. Even Shleibe Kavana de Zichayev Kaifer. And Rav says, No, Potter mi Ze, Umize. And the Gemara asks, but isn't it a Tam? And the Gemara says, no, it was a Mu'ad, it kept doing this many times, it's, it, done, it did this before three times. On Amid base we have another Mishnah that deals with ownership, who's the owner of the ox. And the Mishnah gives six cases, the ox that is owned by a woman, or by orphans, or by an apotropis, so the, or, or Shur Hamidbar, an ox that is ownerless, they're all Chayiv Misa, the ox is still Chayiv Misa, the Gemara brings because it says in Parsha, we have seven times the word Shar in the Parsha of Negeach Odom. So we learn we, to be Marbe. Taisu says, Chad Legufe, Veshis to be Marbe, these, all of these. The Gemara then brings that uh, Rabbi Yehuda says that a Shar Midber, Shar Hegde, Shar Ger, Amisa. So Rabbi Yehuda argues with the, the second three cases. There are six cases, so the first three he agrees to, the second three he argues with, and he says that even that if it's ownerless, the animal is potter for Misa because there's no bailim. If you should him bailim. And the Gemara explains that according to Rabbi Yehuda, even though the bailim got rid of their ownership later on, it was Nagach, still potter because their owner has to remain the owner till the end. Another mission on the bottom here. If a shar is on its way to Skila, and now the owner tries to make it Hegdish, it's too late, it's not Hegdish. Now if he shechts it, the meat is also. It's too late. And this, the Gemara goes into the differences. Before the Gemardin, he can sell it, he can make it Hegdish, but after the Gemardin, it's too late. The Gemara on the Aleph continues that there's a Machloikis. Rabbi Yaakov holds, even after the Gemardin, the issue as far as a shoimer. If a shoimer gives it back after the Gemardin, it's too late. Rabbi Yaakov holds that even after the Gemardin, a shoimer can give it back. And the Gemara goes into explaining the machloikis. And the Gemara says that the issue is whether you can be goimer, the dina of a shor, without the shor's presence. That the Rabbonin hold, you cannot. And Rabbi Yaakov holds, you can. So that's how the Gemara explains it. The Gemara brings psukim. Then the Gemara goes into Shaimrim. If a person gives his animal to a Shaimachinim, Shail, Naisachar, Shaicher, so they take over the responsibilities. We had in the Mishnah for the regular halachis. <coughs> this leads us into the three Shittis in the next Mishnah on Memheya Midbeis. The three halachis, the three Machloikisin, as Rashi explains, the Sholish Machloikis Bedavar, that Reb Meir holds, that a person has to do Shmira Meula that if someone uh, locked up his animal and it broke out if it was only a shmir pchus he's chayiv if he had a shmir meula he's potter Rabbi Yehuda it depends tam chayiv muid potter and this is a case where muid you get away you're easier more lenient by muid based on the pasuk v'loy shmirin of all of the shomer who's at shomer and Rebbe Leza says, no, ain lo shmira ela sakin. That even if he had a shmira me'ula, he's also going to be chayiv because he should kill the animal. The Gemara goes into the machlekes, whether stam shvarim becheskas shimur or lav becheskas shimur. Then the Gemara goes into the issue of, according to Rebbe Yehuda, 
whether when a muid is potter, what about the tzad tamus of the muid? So Ravada Barava says only the Tzadado is potter, but the Tzad Tamus is bimikaymei medes. But the Gemara says that Rav argues. Rav, who says mud lekaren yimin is not a mud lekaren smile, he argues with it. And this brings us to the end of the parak. The Gemara brings Rebeleza, who holds ein leshmira alasakin, and the Gemara explains the source. Finally, the Gemara brings from Abaye that the Tam is because he holds like Reb Nossin. Reb Nossin says We had this before on Daftez Vava Midbase that it's forbidden for a person to raise a wild dog in his house because it may cause harm and he's not allowed to keep around a sulam beisoy because it says so you're not allowed to keep a rickety ladder around someone may use it and fall and get hurt or a broken step or any kind of possible hazard in the home is an iser now we don't paskin like Rebeleze here the Nebuchadnezzar Yosef here explains but we do paskin like Reb Nassim. <laughs> because even though Rebbe holds like Reb Nossin, we don't take that, we don't go as far as Rebbe but we do hold like Reb Nossin, that a person is not allowed to raise an animal that is wild, or to have a sulam ruah, or any other similar hazards in his home. We start now the fifth parak. Andaf mem vav amid aleph. If an ox gored a cow, and now we find the uber, and we don't know whether the uber came out first, before or after. So it's a suffix. And the Gemara explains that uh, this is the sheet of Sumchis, that but according to the Chachamim, they say, that since it's a suffix, you have to have a raya. What is meant by the expression that it's a klal godel bedin? The Gemara explains two pshatim. One pshat is that it's a great klal that even if the nizik is a bori and the mazik is a shema, we still say And the second pshat is that even though it's against the roiv, usually we follow roiv. But the Gemara says on Amit base that only be isuru we go basarayv, but by momen we don't follow the rayv, but rather we say I might say mechavei ray, all of araya. Then the Gemara brings what's the source? Amrab Shmuel Bar Nachmani Minayin La Might Say Mechavei All of Araya. First the Gemara tries from Mi Bal Dvarim Yigash Alehem Yagish Raya Alehem, but on that Maskev La Ravashi Lomeli Kro. Why do I even need a, a pasuk for that? Svaruhu the Koyev Lekeiva Azil Beyasya. One who has a pain goes to the hospital. Now here. There's an interesting, the Drosha Saran in the beginning of Shas, the introduction to Shas, the Ran says that, what does this mean, Lomeli Kra Svarahu? We should say just the opposite, Lomeli Svara Krahu, isn't a Kra better than a Svara? And he says no, because a Svara means that it's in the conscience of man. A genuine Svara means it's in the Seichel Adam. And originally the Ebishta implanted in the Seichel Adam a conscience that teaches him what's right or wrong. And therefore, the Svada is in itself a Torah. Like by Avraham Avinu, it says he learned from himself, from the Svada. So that's the Indian over here, Lomalikra Svadahu. And the Gemara brings that we don't even need a, a, a Pasuk, we have a Svada that I might say, Mechver Olavaraya. And the Pasuk comes to something else. The Gemara on Daf Mem Zayin Amen Aleph now brings from Rava that a Parashihizika. If the mother cow caused harm, you can collect from its vlad. 
but by a tarnigoilis shehizika enagaiva mi So you wouldn't collect from the egg. And the difference the Gemara says is because the vlad of a para is gufahi. Rashi says it's like ke'echad me'evada. It's one of its limbs. Taisus explains it's like uba yerech imay. It's like part of the mother. But an egg is only pirsha bialma. Rashi says mena of the tarnigoilis. It's not considered part of the tarnigoilis. Another mimer from Rava is Ein Shaman We don't consider the part in the Vlad as separate entities when we figure out the value, but we're Shaman the Vlad Al Gav together. We put it together. And the same thing by Keteyad Avdashal Chaveirai, we look at it together, the before and after. And the same thing by Mazik Sodashal Chaveirai, we take a look at the big picture together. Rashi says if someone chops down someone else's tree, we don't consider the tree by itself, but we consider the field with the tree and the field without the tree. So therefore it's less money and the mazik pays less. That's how we make the cheshbin. We now go to the Mishnah on Memzai, and the Mishnah gives a case of a kadar, a pot salesman, who brought his pots into someone else's chatzah without reshus, and the other person's animal smashed his pots, so the balabais is potter. If the balabais' animal got hurt, so the bal hakteres is chayiv, he had no reshus to bring in his pots. If he did have reshus, so then the bal is chayiv. The Mishnah gives three examples, by pots, by peres, and by ashar. Toysus on the bottom gives a trichasa, that we need all three examples. The Gemara now goes into the question of what happens if it's not beferish, rishus or not rishus. If it's stam, what is the halacha by stam? And the Gemara says it seems to be a, a conflict. And the Gemara brings two answers. Reb Zeri says tavra, that we have to say it's a machloikis taka, a mishishon azu, loishon azu. There are two different shitas. That because at the end of the Mishnah, Rabbi Oimer Bichulon Enochayv Achi Kabel Olav Lishmar, Rabbi holds that you do have to have Beferish Kabbalah Kabbalah Shmira. So we can learn that this is the Machloikis, but Rava says that we could say Kula Rabbonon He, and uh, we have a Teretz. <coughs> now the Gemara goes back to the case of the animal that got hurt from the Peiros. Rav says it's only if the animal slipped. But if the animal ate too much Paris and got sick, we can't blame the Bala Paris because why did the animal eat? That's what Rav said. Rav Sheshis was upset. Rav Sheshis says, it seems to me, it must be that Rav was drowsy and falling asleep when he said this. And the Mepharshim explain that Rav Sheshis, in his criticism, is complimenting Rav. He's saying that Rav is so great, he would never say such a thing. It must be that he was, uh, he was half asleep. <coughs> and the Gemara brings a case from Hanoisin Sama Movis Lifne Behemes Chaver. Someone put poison, Potter Medine Odom Echayv Bedine Shamayim. The Gemara explains the differences. Then the Gemara brings some Toshimas. <coughs> now, towards the bottom, the Gemara clears a Shaila. When a person is Mekabel Shmira, if the Chatzar, the Bala Chatzar is Mekabel Shmira, is he only Mekabel Dinafshei, so that his in-house animal shouldn't cause damage? Or is he even Mekabel even more? Nitirusa the Alma Kabbalah, that even from the outside, nothing should come to cause damage. On that, the Gemara brings two Toshimas. We come to Dafmem Chesam and Aleph. The Gemara now brings another story of a woman who came to bake in someone's house. And what happened was, she got reshus 
to use the oven, to use the facilities. And while she was there, the owner's goat came and ate her dough and died. So Rava said she has to pay for the goat. So the question is, is this against Rav? Rav would have said that it's the animal's fault, the animal shouldn't have eaten. But the Gemara says, no, there's a big difference. There it was Shiloi Bershus, here it was Rishus. And the Gemara says, but why is this different than the case of a woman who came to grind wheat in someone's house without Rishus? And Toysvis said before that even though she was going to pay for the Rechaim, but she didn't have Rishus. And we say over there that if the, if the owner's animal ate it and got hurt, she is Chayeves. And the Gemara says, because when she comes to grind wheat, she doesn't need Sinius. But when, so the owner can be around, so the owner should watch his animal. But when she comes, when a woman comes to bake, she needs privacy. The boy eats siniusa. And Rashi explains because Shemigala's Seha, in the process of baking, she uncovers, she, she rolls up her sleeves, and for that she needs sneus, so it's understood that the owner is going to be leaving, Misalki Nafshayu. And therefore, she is responsible to watch the goat to make sure that nothing happens. <coughs> the Gemara now brings another mimer from Rava. If someone took his ox into someone else's chotze without permission, and the ox made some holes, so the ox owner is chayiv for the damage to the chotzer, but then the owner of the chotzer is chayiv for anyone who falls into his potholes. I he didn't dig the bar, a shard dug the bar, but the Gemara says, but since when the, when the ox leaves, the, home, the chotzer owner has to fill the hole, so the fact that he didn't fill the hole is it's as if he dug the hole and he's chayiv from now on. The Gemara then brings a case of Gelolim. The Gemara says that a person is mafker. Stam Gelolim afkure mafker. Lahu people are mafker the Gelolim. They leave it. And therefore, we have a rule also. Yeah, according to Shmuel, kol takol is a boyer. According to Rav, ad the mafker. It has to be made hefker first before it becomes a bar. The Gemara also uses an interesting statement. The Gemara says, We never find bar to be chayif for kalim. So that's a halacha also. We go back to the case if the father or his son was in the bar and they got killed because the, the shar fell into the bar. So we say that the shar owner has to pay kaifer. And the Gemara asks why, but isn't it a tam? And on this the Gemara gives three answers. Rav says, no, that this animal was a muid. It keeps falling on people in Bayreis. That's one pshat. Shmuel gives another pshat that we can go according to that really it's a tam, but tam shalom chatzik kaifer. And then Ula brings a third pshat that we can go with Rabbi Yisaglili plus with Rabbi Tarfin that holds that it's even Karen b'chatzra nizik nezik shalem mishalem. So here also it's kaifer shalem mishalem. The end of this, the Gemara brings a machlekes Rav and Shmuel. Rav paskins halacha ketanakama. Shmuel paskins halacha kerebi. And Taisvi says that we'd have to follow Shmuel lechayra because hilchasik Shmuel bedini. But with tzarech iun, Taisvi says there seems to be a problem with that. <coughs> the Gemara brings from a brisa also different mashmosin whether we assume by stam is a person mekabel shmir by stam or not and the Gemara gives three answers Rebbe Loza says Tavra we have to say it's two separate sheets Reisha is the Rabbonin and Sefer is Rebbe Rav says you can learn it's Kula Rabbonin and you can use Aidi and Rav Papa says you could say it's Kula Rebbe and you can use Reb Tarfin now the mission on the bottom goes to a case of a shar that was aiming to one person uh, sh that was aiming at another shar but instead it hit a woman 
but by a person there is a chiv on the mevelodis. This was an issue which was mentioned before, but here the Mishnah goes into it, and now the Mishnah goes at length to explain how to pay the mevelodis. So the Tanakhama says that we figure out the isha before and after to figure out the mevelodis. But Rabban Shimon Amliel says no, because the isha could be is worth more after she gives birth, because there's no risk of her not making it. So therefore, just shamanists have lodis by themselves, yafin, how much are they worth, and give that money to the Baal. If the Baal is not around, if he died, give it to his Yarshim. Gemara explains that uh, there's an exception to this Mishnah, by a shar that gores a shifcha v'yatsu yolada, there you do pay the mevelodis, because the vladis of a shifcha, a shifcha is considered chamar samavras v'almahu, like a chamar, shvulachem payim chamar, so it's his money. So the, 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 the mevelodis of a chamar you have to pay. In the Mevelodos, the Gemara here on the Memtes and Aleph, in the Mevelodos, the Gemara says, we have the sheet of the Tanakama that you have to pay for the before and after. But the Gemara adds that besides the Mevelodos, there is also something called Shvach Velodos. What is Shvach Velodos? Rashi explains the fact that the woman herself looks like she's more valuable. Nearest Meshubacha, when she has the Uber and she's worth more. There is a higher price rate. Because of the because the Vladis are in her, she herself is worth more. Then in Rab Shemim ben Gamliel, the Gemara has two pshatim, Rabba and Rava. The Gemara brings that Rabba says we just look at the Vladis by themselves and give that money to the Baal, but Rava says no. There's also shvach Vladis mixed in, in which the Baal gets half and she gets half. The woman gets half as well because part of that is her increased value, her personal increased value. The Gemara then goes to the case of a Shifcha who was freed, a Giyaris was freed, and the Gemara brings a Machlekes Rabbah and Rav Chizda. Rabbah says that it's only if someone injured her while her husband the Ger was alive and then he died. So the money was supposed to go to the Ger. When he dies, so the Chayvel keeps the money, the perpetrator keeps the money. But if he injured her after Mrs. Sager, so she's supposed to get the money, so he'll have to pay her the money. But Rav Chizda says no, that we don't say that. If the Baal is not around, she does not get the money. The Gemara then asks questions on this. <coughs> the Gemara tries to say it's Ketanoi, that it's a Machloikis Tanoim. And the Gemara works on that. <coughs> then the Gemara brings a Shailah that Rav Yevesava asked Rav Nachman, if someone is machzik, shtores from a ger, when a ger dies without Yarshim, all of his assets are up for, for grabs, and if someone grabs his shtar, thinking that with that he'll get the ara also, but he wasn't machzik in the ara, so Gemara says it doesn't work, for the ara he surely doesn't get the ara. The question is, what about the shtar itself, the paper? Lotsur al pitzuluchisoi, so that could... We now come to the Mishnah on Memtes Amid Beis, the topic of boyer. If the opening is in the street, so he's chayiv. The Mishnah gives different cases. Teisvi says the klal is that a bar you go basa pischoy ozlinon. That we consider the bar kiilu b'makem shapesach sham as if it's where the opening is, and he's chayiv. If someone can fall into the opening, he's chayiv. Now, the Gemara brings a Machloikis Rabbi Yishmael and Rabbi Akiva, but there is a Machloikis Amairoim between Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef as to how to learn the Machloikis of Rabbi Yishmael and Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi learns that if the bar is in Rishus Rabbim, everyone, everyone holds Chayiv. 
The machloikis is only if the bar was in his rishus and then he was mafke his rishus. So Rabbi Akiva holds bar rishus nami chayiv. But Rabbi Shmuel says, in this case he's not chayiv. And then Rav Yosef says the opposite, that by bar rishus everybody holds chayiv. And when it's a bar rishus harabim, there's a machloikis that Rabbi Shmuel holds that you're also chayiv. And Rabbi Akiva says no. The, the expression that the Gemara says, Zehu bar ha'omer b'tayra, the Gemara interprets that Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva are going to learn either it's the bar she'pasach by a kosev techila letashlumen. When the Torah says the word bal habar yishalem, which bar was referred to there, but the other bar is also being referred to. The other bar is referred to by Nezikin, where the Torah talks about Nezikin. <coughs> then the Gemara brings two kashes on this. Then the Gemara gives an exception that if someone digs a bar, but he's making it for the for the community service, public service, so then he's potter. He's donating this uh, water well for the public, or it can a water hole. It can collect megishamim. So he there's not there's no nothing against him. And that was the minig the Gemara says of Nechunya. Nechunya used to dig by the Sichon of Maharois, and he used to give it over to the public, and it was a great mitzvah. The Chachamim praised him for it. And Rashi explains that he did it for the Oile Regolim, they should have water to drink. And he was considered a great man. And then the Gemara brings some Agadita, that there was a story that once his daughter, Nebach, fell into a, a bar, bar Godel. And they came running to Rabbi Hanina Mendoisa for help. And Rabbi Hanina Mendoisa was famous for his prayers. But the first hour he said, Shalom, don't worry about it. The second hour he said, Shalom, don't worry about it. The third hour he said, she got out already. And the three times the Mepharshim says, Kanega the Sholish Regolim. The Sholish Regolim, that was the schus that he had, that he made water for, available for the Eile Regolim. And when they asked her how she was saved, she said there was an animal, Zohar Shol Rechelim. Rashi says it's Eile Shel Yitzchak. And then the Zokin Echad Manhigoy, there was an old man leading him. And Rashi says the Zokin Manhigoy was Avram. Avram Avinu. Toysus brings another shot from the Yerushalmi that it was an angel, Malach Bidmus Rebbe Hanin and his daughter-in-law. And they saved her. Why Avram and Yitzchak? According to Rashi, the Mepharshim explained because Avram was the first one who taught this concept of making sure there's water for everyone and to make wells for everyone. And when Yitzchak came, he re-dug the wells that his father had, had previously dug. So we saw, we saw this schus uh, that was derived from them. So in that schus, they saved him. When they asked Rabbi Hanina Mendoza whether he was a Navi, he said, No, I'm not a Navi or a Ben Navi. But Dova Shoisa Tzadik Mitztair Boy Yikoshel Boy Zara, it cannot affect the Tzadik's children. So he was confident that it wouldn't be a cause of harm to his children. The Gemara says, But nevertheless, Afal became Mace Benoi Betzama. There was a problem at a different time that his son did die from Tzama. Taisva says it's not a stira because it wasn't Boisa Dover Atzma. It wasn't in a Bargodel. It was related but not direct. Then the Gemara explains the concept why HaKadosh Baruch Hu sometimes is medagdek more with the tzaddikim, afilo kichut hasaira, and the Gemara brings tupsukim for this, usviv of nisar the Mesil Sisharim in Zahirus talks about this at length, the Mepharshim explain that the concept is based on that Olam Habo is the place of reward, and the Abishta who loves those who are closest to him most, so the Ebishter gives them a preferred treatment, which is to give them Yisudim in this world so that they should atone for the small, slight misdeeds that they may have, and they'll have much more Gan Eden. 
Then the Gemara brings Rabbi Hanina says, A person should never say that Hashem is forgives easily and he just looks the other way. No, it's, it's dangerous to the person. Now she says, because it, it may tempt people to sin, to be careless. A person has to realize that is always with just, justice and fairness to all. The Gemara explains the, the Loshen Erech Apayim. Why is it plural, Loshen Rabim? Why doesn't it say Erech Af? Because it goes, Litzadikim Vilirishayim. Then the Gemara brings a story that a person should never throw stones from his yard into the street. And the Gemara tells a story that there was a fellow who did that. And a Chassid told him, Reka, you empty person, why are you doing that? You're throwing rocks. Because your own yard, maybe you'll have to sell, it's not yours. Now this fellow didn't understand it at first. He ridiculed Ligleg Olaf, but later on eventually he had to sell his field and he was walking in that street and he tripped over those stones that he had thrown out. So it was Midah Kneged Midah. So he realized what the Chassid told him. Don't throw stones from your house, which may not be your house, into Rishus Rabbim, which is always yours. Rabbi Miller says, A person has to realize when you walk down the block that you have rights to the block and you have rights to the sunshine and you have rights to the ear and you have rights to watching the scenery. So for that, a person is a wealthy individual. Every person is wealthy. We have to rejoice with the fabulous chalik the Ebishter provides everyone with. Even a poor person has tremendous portions that he has to appreciate. Why is this person a chassid? We had before that a chassid Man the boy the the person who gave the musr here was a chassid because by nizikin it says that a person who wants to be a chassid nizikin so if you're extra scrupulous in matters of nizikin it's a sign of being a chassid the mishnah now goes on to someone who digs a bayrin rishus rabim and a shara fall in he's chayiv the mishnah says that it could be any shape bar a round bar a rectangular bar a cave like bar haritzin and eats in different shapes chayiv. And the main thing is it needs 10 tfachim deep for, to cause Misa. And if it's less than 10 tfachim, it can cause Hezek, but not for Misa. Now there's a machloikis between Rav and Shmuel. Rav holds that a bar, the chiv of bar, is because of the hevel, because of the atmosphere, the pressure, the stale avir, the pollution in the, in the bar. Shmuel holds it's not only hevel, but it's also the bang, the chavata. And the Gemara says that Shmuel says because the Torah holds, the Torah says a bar, even if you have a padded bar, so there you have only Hevel, even if it's full of uh, tzemer, full of mattresses or wool. My Beinayu, the Gemara says, if someone made an elevation above ground that is ten tfachim high and caused an ox to fall down and get and die, so according to Rav, because there's no Hevel, it's fresh air. According to Shmuel, there would be a chiv in this case as well. The Gemara towards the bottom brings a case of an ox that fell into a ditch that was six tfachim high. And the owner tried to shech the ox quickly to save it, but Rav Nachman said it's treif because he didn't wait to see if it, would be, if it would live or not. So Rav Nachman advised him, had you gone to learn, you would have saved a lot of money to learn the halachas. The more you learn, the more money you'll save. Then the Gemara tries to analyze what's Rav Nachman's reason. And the Gemara on Daf Nun Aleph, Amir Aleph, concludes that Rav Nachman's reason is because when an animal falls into a bar, we measure, if the animal was standing, we, we measure from the animal's belly. 
and there's four Tvachim, so even if the ditch is six Tvachim, so that's already ten Tvachim. But the Mishnah that said that you need ten Tvachim was when the animal was in a laying position and rolled into the bar. So then you need ten Tvachim, but if the animal was standing, you only need six Tvachim in the bar. The Gemara here also brings an interesting item on the hafta l'reacha kamoicha, that even someone who was getting skill, who was being put to death, there's a halacha that the way we kill him has to be done yamus maher, in a quick way. And that's why the Beis Haskila had to be two stories high, plus the person's own height. And that's a Misa Yafa. Not higher than that, the Gemara says, because it would be too messy. Mishum de Minvil. So just the right size should be a Misa Yafa, even though he was a Russia, but now that he's being put to death, so part of his, he gets an atonement through this. So it's Boyan Ka'achas that he becomes Reyach, and you have to treat him with the Misa Yafa that the Gemara says over here. The Mishnah now on Nun Aleph Amid Aleph gives a case of a bar, a pit that belonged to two Shutfim. If the first one passed by and he did not cover it, but the second one was there. So the second one, when he leaves, is responsible for not covering it. The Gemara says, how do you get a bar of two Shutfim? The Gemara gives a case, Rabbi Yechanan, that they were both digging the last shovelful together. There's a machloikis between Rebbe and the Rabbonin, which was already on Dafyud. If the first person dug a bar of nine, and the second person comes and makes the tenth tefach, so the Rabbonin hold that only the second person is chayv. But Rebbe says, for Misa the second person, but for Nezikin, they're both responsible. The Gemara goes back and forth, the machloikis here between Rebbe and the Rabbonin. On the bottom, the Gemara gives a case, if someone dug a bar of ten tefachim, Someone else comes and digs 20, and then someone else digs 30. So they're all participants. They're all part, because each one did a, a, a sheer choshuv that can make, that could have made the difference by itself. The Gemara and Amit Beis gives cases, Ravi gives a case if someone put a stone on top of a bar to make it 10 tfachim. The says that's also the Machloik Zrebi and the Rabbonon. The Gemara gives an interesting shaila that Ravi brings if someone dug a bar of 10 tfachim. And then, he, he, the, the, the first person did, dug nine, the second person d did the tenth. Then the uh, person who did the tenth comes back and fills it up. So now, did he undo his damage? Is he exempt now or no? He's still responsible because he's the one who made it now back to nine. Zingmer says, Teiku, this Shaila is a Teiku. If a bar is only eight, but two of the eight is water, the Gemara says it's also like ten. Because a tefach of water is equal to two of dry. Rashi says because the water is moisif hevel, then the Gemara discusses different combinations to see how that would apply. If a bar is ten tefachim deep, but it's also ten tefachim wide, so that already the Gemara says that well, it's a question if it's, if it's exact, it's a machloikis in the Gemara. But if it's wide enough, so there's no hevel anymore, and you don't have to worry about the hevel. The Gemara then goes into a machloikis. The Gemara says that when you give over the cover of a bar, it's like authorizing the person, it's like giving over the keys of a building. Giving the cover of a boy, bar is like giving over the mafteach, and it's like saying, lech chazeku kni, to be koine, the boer, the Gemara gives a similar case on Nun Beis Amid Aleph of a Mashchuchis, Mashchuchis to draw a